Welcome to the Selling with Influence podcast, where we show you how to sell more of your products and services consistently, predictably, and profitably without having to offer discounts, quote, lower margins, or compete on price in a race to the bottom just to get the business. My name is Dwayne Huff, founder and CEO of Influence Seminars, and I am your host. Hello and welcome back, Dwayne Huff. I'm so glad you decided to join me again for this episode of the Selling with Influence podcast today. I want to focus on the L in our acronym of influence, Selling with Influence. And if you want a full overview of that, run over to sellingwithinfluence.com. There's a quick 16-minute video. But I want to jump into this one, the L, which stands for lead or lead your customer to make the best decision for them. So I want to break this apart because LEAD is an acronym, L-E-A-D, and I'm going to break that apart. When I do sales training, that's the process we go through, and I'll, I'll tell you what that's all about. But also LEAD is a fundamental and a foundation. Instead of thinking of selling our buyers or um, bringing them through a sales process or a buying process, we really need to see it as leading them. And we've already talked about in the first couple of letters and throughout this podcast that leadership is influence, which means adding aligned value to the customer's buying experience or to the results they're trying to achieve. So we're going to dig a little bit deeper on that here. So first and foremost, leading as a philosophy, as a approach, as a strategy long term. You know, we should think of ourselves as leaders in the selling that we do. And here's where this all comes from for me. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this in past episodes or if you've seen any of my videos or whatnot, but um, leadership was a big part of my life starting when I was 15 years old. Uh, I was in the marching band and ended up being introduced to a leadership speaker when I was only 15 years old. And that's why I'm before you here today because in that moment in time, a life-defining moment happened for me where I decided I wanted to be a speaker, trainer, and coach leading people and helping people to experience what I did throughout that process. I ended up uh, going through that journey in high school and college being a nine-time student leader And then as I transitioned into the real world, into my sales career, leadership became a very important part of how I approached and treated my sales career and how I served my customers. So first and foremost, we have to, as um, sellers, and uh, not just the people who, who are in leadership positions, as in sales executives, sales managers, sales VPs, but the everyday meeting with a client, building relationships out there, selling seller. You know, I've been there, if you know my story, 14 years as a sales professional transitioned into my own business, still selling 26 years in sales. And leadership is a fundamental foundation that we need to create in our business if we haven't already. And it means this, it means taking on the mind of a servant that is there to serve and fight as hard for the customer's outcome as we do for our own, even if it means we don't get the short win, the immediate business we need to be serving them, helping to helping them to get the results they want, helping them to find and create solutions and co-creating solutions and building trust in the form of long-term friendships and relationships with our clients so that it's not just a transactional uh, process that we go through in selling, but we make friends, we look out for them, we open doors for them, we build networks with them. And it's a win-win for everybody that's involved, ourselves, our company, the people that we're serving. So leadership is a philosophy of adding aligned value, serving, giving, giving more than you take, and looking at the whole thing long-term 
in the big scope of things. But leadership or lead is also the acronym that if you were to go to sales training uh, through sales training with me, and, and you can look at your own sales process. I'm not trying to change what you do here, but look at your own sales process and see if it contains these elements. Because if you're missing any piece of this and you're falling short at reaching your goals consistently, this may give you some insight. So let's break it apart. Again, we're, we're sitting here talking about the L of the bigger picture of selling with influence, which is leading our customers to make the best decision for them. But now we're going to break down the acronym of LEAD, L-E-A-D. So if you were going through the sales training or sales process with me, L, the letter L and the LEAD acronym stands for listen to learn or listen and learn. You know, we we <laughs> we, um, we we pride ourselves on being um, very knowledgeable and very um, exp- expertise, right? Having expertise in the things that we do, the things that we sell, our products, our services, our solutions, and and we get so focused on the fact that we know uh, the value that we can bring to our customers, our prospects, and our buyers, right? But one of the the greatest pitfalls that all of us as sales professionals, as sales leaders, as business owners, as entrepreneurs, or anyone who's engaged in the process of leading or selling, get the trap we fall into is that we know what we know what we know. And we know the value. And we know many times what our buyers need, even what they don't. So we have a tendency to want to tell all the time or solve problems before it's time or jump in and interrupt or redirect. And you and I both know that when we do that, it's a disconnect it erodes trust, it, it builds walls, and, and it stops us from being our very best for our potential buyers, or if we're in a leadership position, our people, right? So listening, we, we've all heard before, we need to listen to understand. Um, and in the seven habits, of, seven habits of Highly Effective People, it's seek first to understand, then to be understood. And if you've listened to my past episodes, people don't buy uh, and I attribute this, attribute this saying to Dean Graziosi, who taught it to me, is people don't buy when they understand you. They buy when they feel understood. And the only way to get to that place where we fully understand our buyers, our prospects, the people that we lead, is when we listen, not just to understand, but to be fully curious and listen to learn. What are they saying? What are they not saying? What are we gathering about their industry, about their business, about our own ability to solve problems? Listening to learn, a genuine curiosity, instead of walking into um, a sales conversation with a list of questions or an agenda or goals, not that those are bad, we should have those, but it, it, one of the most powerful lessons I learned in sales on accident, and I mentioned this in the last podcast, is whenever I let go of my agenda for the end result of making a sell and learned how to listen to the people in front of me in order to understand where they are, the problems they were having, and learn more about them, their industry, like I said, what they're dealing with, and the greater scope or the 360 of of what I'm not seeing every day. And that ability to listen to learn, and, and I would highly recommend getting the habits of having a notepad with you and taking notes Obviously, getting that permission from the person you're speaking with and say, listen, we're going to cover a lot of stuff here. I, I want to know you know, what's going on. I really fully want to understand your world. And so I'm going to learn in this process. May I, may I jot and take down some notes? And people respect that and, and, and they honor that because they see that you're really invested in them. So listening to learn is really the first thing that we have to do to be effective at 
selling and so many people don't do that. You know, you've been in the role of a buyer and a salesperson, quote unquote, has tried to pitch you or sell you or push you or recommend something when they fully didn't understand what was going on. I just got an email. I'm sorry, a LinkedIn message. I just got a LinkedIn message from a guy who buys and sells businesses, which I think is great, you know, a business broker. And I connected with them, but I, I could feel just like so many of you, I could feel the pitch coming because they connect with you one day and two days later, they're pitching you. And this this pitch was obviously automated or he didn't listen to understand or learn about who I was in my business because the very next message I got from this person was, hey, I just want to reach out and say, do you want to sell your business? We, we sell businesses like yours all the time. People are looking to buy at top dollar X amount past what it's valued at. And I'm like, you have no idea. Based on that message right there, you have no idea. You do not understand my situation. You do not understand the business I'm in. Because if you did, you would have never sent me that message. Because there's so many dynamics going on within my business that, that don't lend it to, to what you just offered or what you just proposed. And unfortunately, so many times salespeople do the exact same thing. They pitch or they solve uh, or they prescribe, again, if we're going to use a doctor metaphor, they prescribe before they diagnose, right? And so listen to learn is something that we have to become super, um, super good at, forgive me for lack of a better term, but the only way we can do that, I have found, is to forget the short game agenda. Look at the long-term win for ourselves and our clients and really understand who they are. And when we don't and we get that curiosity about us, we fully begin to understand a bigger picture of who they are. And not only can we solve their problems, hopefully, but people who are just like them in their situations, we can identify, we can empathize, and again, we can understand. So the first letter in the acronym of LEAD is L, which is listen to learn. The second one is examine and educate, which is the E in the LEAD model. Examine and educate. Again, it kind of bleeds from the listening to learn and fully understanding. And many times to do that, we have to examine. We have to dig deeper. We have to ask questions. We have to clarify. If they say something we don't get, if they use an acronym we don't understand, it's to be able to humble ourselves, pause, let go of the eagle and say, hey, let's back up here for a second. You said the ARC. What, what exactly does your industry mean when you say that? And allow them to unpack it and open it. Because many times, just like us, they get caught in their world and they're spouting off their jargon, their language, their acronyms, and, and we're, we're, we're puzzled. Well, instead of trying to pretend like we know what's going on and yeah, oh yeah, I get it, humble yourself, back up, ask the question. I'm not sure I understand that terminology. I'm not sure I understand that phrase. Help me to understand it in the context of what we're talking about or help me to understand what that means in your industry. Because in my industry, it means this. And so many times we're scared of doing that because we don't want to look like we don't know. But later, when we get further in the process and we go to recommend a, solu a solution or product or service and we miss that piece, <laughs> we, don't, we don't connect the dots for people and they disconnect. So examine. And one way is to clarify, to get understanding in the moment. The other way is to dig in with our research, to ask questions, to go online, to participate in forums, to look at social media, the comments, the suggestions, the recommendations, the reviews, the industry trends, the publications, and really understand a bigger picture by examining their world instead of just ours, their world being the buyer or the prospect, and really understanding so that when we have these conversations um, in real time, whether it's virtual and, or face-to-face, uh, -face, and we've examined, we can come to the next step, which is educate 
Because once they say, here's the problem I'm facing, here's what I'm trying to accomplish, here's what has been eluding us, here's where it's breaking down, if we've examined not only with them but prior, we can pull in a piece and say, hey, I don't know if this will solve the problem, but I was reading the other day, I was speaking to someone in your industry, one of my other clients was telling me that this is how they approached it, have you guys tried that? And if they haven't, they will look at you as the authority, the expert, the innovator. You know, one time I had, and this is where this all comes together, uh, examine and educate. I was reaching out one time to someone here locally in my town, big company, big uh, multinational brand. If, if I said it, you would know it, but they were the local representation here. And I reached out to the vice president of sales and just kind of connected with them and said, hey, um, I don't know what you guys are doing for sales training, but I'm right here in your backyard. Here's some of the piece I've worked with. Uh, some of the people I've worked with, and his immediate response to me was, hey, I appreciate the reach out, but we use this company out of this other city uh, because they're really um, they're really honed in and they understand our industry because they've been a part of our industry. And while I understand the value of that statement, and I get having the wisdom, the collective wisdom of the industry is great, you can truly not... You, you cannot truly innovate until you step outside of your world against the norm and see what other people are doing across different industries. And even though you might not be able to duplicate it or you might not be able to mimic it or do it exactly the same when you see those ideas across industries and get the perspective of other people, that's when breakthroughs happen. And so I felt kind of bad for the guy because he didn't realize um, that he needed to step outside the industry and if I would have asked his supervisor or if I'd asked his boss or his CEO, um, are you guys making all the sales you want to make consistently? I'm pretty sure the CEO would have said, no, we're not because we all have room for improvement. But this only happens when we examine the situation that the customer is going through, or the prospect's going through, and we've educated ourselves outside the industry, across industry in an innovative way that we can bring in potential solutions and help them co-create something that they're not seeing in their own industry. So E stands for examine and educate. And we have to remember when we're pitching, walls go up. But when we're sharing useful information that opens the mind, opens the possibilities and educates our potential buyers, that's when trust is built and that's when they leave in, lean in. Excuse me. So that's the E in lead. A stands for advocate and advance. Advocate and advance. And at this point in the game, if you've listened to learn, if you examine and you educated, you're starting to get a really good sense of if and what you can do to help them solve their problems, move the needle, or build a solution that will help them to create a win or an outcome that they're looking for. So being able to advocate a solution, a product or a service, or make an offer in a way that resonates with them, makes sense, and helps them to see the result they're trying to get how that can be accomplished, advocating a specific solution that's designed or co-created with them, and then advance, which means moving them to the next step in the process. And if you've done everything up until this point, more times than not, they're gonna be the ones leaning forward and saying, okay, what's next? I understand this. How do we do this? How do we get started? How do we buy this? How do we put this all together? When can we get it, right? But if that doesn't happen, being able to advance doesn't mean closing for the business always, depending on the sales cycle and how long it is, but just letting the customer know, okay, look, we've, we've been this far so far. This is what we've accomplished, uh, one, two, three, and four. The next thing we need to do is this. You're simply advancing in a very natural 
way. So advocating your solution, advancing to the next step brings us to D, which is differentiate and decide or differentiate and get a decision, right? So differentiation, um, one of the best ways that I've seen this is that imagine for a second that, um, and I would say if you want to pause this and do this, if you're a place where you can sit down and write, if not, if you're driving or if you're listening to this and you can't pull over or you can't write it down, simply in your mind, think through it this way. If you, if you were asked by um, your manager, if you were asked by your customer, or if you were asked by somebody, what are some of the things that you guys do of value that's different than your competition? You know, what, what are your selling points? What is your unique selling proposition? What are all the things that you can do that you believe that your competitors can't? And you listed them all out. And then I was to come to you, I'd say, okay, if you were to get into an account and realize that your competitor uh, was in there before you, could your competitor also say they do this? And chances are you're going to say, yeah, they probably could. Well, what about this? I'll give you an example. Uh, we, we have exceptional customer service. Are you saying that? I hope you are, right? Uh, we have the fastest delivery. Can your uh, competition say that? They probably could. And just list out all the things that you think are selling points or differentiators for your business. And ask yourself, could the competitor also say that if they were in there before you? And in order to truly differentiate, if you've listened to learn, if you've examined and educated, if you've advocated, and now you're advancing, you understand the one, two, three, maybe four things that your potential buyer values about your product or service or solution more than anything else. So out of 20 things that you could potentially say being benefits or results, what are the four things, the three things, the four things that they care about more than anything else? Is it time? Is it price? Is it delivery? Is it service after the sale? What is it that they've said? And if you can focus just on those things and connect the dots between the result or the benefit and the value that they've expressed that they have, and you can connect that in your proposal or your sales presentation whenever you go to present your solution, and if you can tie those together in their mind at that time, you are the clear choice because you didn't spout off everything that you could do, the value you could bring. You simply honed in on what they told you was important to them, what they valued. And if you remember the I in the influence acronym, it's increase the aligned value. And that's how you differentiate. You say, we can do this and it matters because you want that right? Never sell, go back to the end and influence, never sell need, but F, find out what they think they want and then help them to get it or sell what they need. Hope that is making sense. What I'm saying there is differentiate by taking what they've said they value or what you do and, and mapping it out to what they said they value, right? And then decision. Uh, one of my mentors years ago said, if you have to close, you don't know how to sell. Um, which means when it's time to get a decision, if you're having to coerce, if you're having to uh, overcome a lot of objections, if you're having to use tactics or lines or scripts to try to get them past the no or past the objection or past the resistance, then you have to ask yourself, what have you not done um, effectively and successfully throughout the rest of the process, the L, the A, and the L, the E, and the A, that is stopping them from making that decision. Now, are you ever gonna to have to overcome objections? We live in, If we lived in a perfect world, no, but 
we don't. So many times you will have to overcome objections, but we've all heard this before and I'll repeat it because it bears repeating. If you know what the objections are, the common objections, then in the education piece or the E, when we examine and educate, that education is an opportunity to overcome those objections before they ever happen because you can bring them up, you can resolve them, and you can get buy-in that it's not an issue, right? But that D stands for differentiate and then get a decision. And if you've done everything, the L, the E, the A, and the D, more times than not, they're going to lean in, they're going to give you the buying signals that you're looking for, and they're going to help you understand and know how to move forward with them in a way that's a win-win outcome for you, for them, and for your company. And listen, again, if it's not, play long game. Build relationships. Look out for them. Send them in the right direction, and I guarantee you the referrals, the business contacts, the open doors that you will have created are far greater than anything that you'll see whenever you look at that short game win and you're not thinking long term. So again, L-E-A-D as far as an acronym, a sales process, if you will, but also lead a strategy long term to serve, to give, to help, to solve problems and to be there to make their business, their life better easier and continue to increase the value, the aligned value that you're adding to them. I hope this serves. Listen, if you're if you're on iTunes and you got value from this, please run over there and give us a five-star review. It helps spread the message. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please make sure you're subscribed to the channel and click the notification button so that you're notified whenever I release the next episode of this podcast. And remember, until we talk again, unlike any other profession in the world, you can truly write your own ticket in sales. You just got to be willing to increase your influence. And one of the ways you do is by leading your customer to make the best decision that's in their best interest because you're thinking long-term, you're letting go of your agenda, and you're playing long game, and you'll win long-term. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.